0: Welcome to Real Estate of Mind, a Farbman Group podcast. Good morning and welcome to Real Estate of Mind. I'm Andy Gutman with the Farbman Group, and this morning I have the honor of being joined by our very own graphic designer, Shona Cannon. Good morning.
1: Good morning, Andy. Thank you for having me.
0: Now, Shona, you've been with Farman for three and a half years now. Um, you've continued to grow and uh, continued to shine for our company. We really believe that, that your work that you do for us makes us a better organization, makes it better for our clients. You bring this tremendous creativity and talent and optimism, which is is rare in the world today. Uh, with you to everything you do, but I I guess I'm curious, how did you get into graphic design? Why is that a career choice for you and not maybe NHL hockey or something like that?
1: (laughs) Well, thank you, first of all, Andy. Um, It's interesting because I've always been an artist. I started out drawing and painting as a kid and um, I actually started doing graphic design before I realized what I was doing. I would notice things like, um, my parents are driving by, I would notice like billboards and signages and I would say, what what made that person do that? What made that person decide with those colors or what are they trying to get across and sometimes I would even critique things like, what would I have done differently there? So I kind of always had this feeling that I wanted to get into graphic design, and then as I got older, I started doing like promos for friends, and they would ask for flyers and things like that. And so I said, "Hey, I'm. I guess I'm pretty good at this." <laughs> <laughs> That's what promoted uh, prompted me to go forward.
0: Well, you you sure have proven that you're more than pretty good at it, and we do appreciate that. And I've got to tell you, you, I remember the day that I interviewed you. You came in with this. <laughs> Big book of all, probably not all, but all the things you wanted to showcase, uh, of all the designs you had done, and mm-hmm. it was amazing, and it was by and far, uh, light years ahead of everyone else who came in.
1: Oh, thank you. I thought you guys were going to kick me out of here after saying all that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it was. I, I was trying to play it cool when we were interviewing you. Like, eh, don't, don't show your hand too much, as you would know that uh, you know you were so valuable, but. Uh, it was just amazing in the creativity that you brought. We were so excited to bring you in here, and we're so glad you've you've stayed and grown. So well,
1: Thank you so much. I really enjoy being here.
0: Shona, one of the things I want to talk to you about is, is the creative process. Mm-hmm. Every client that we have is different. Some will allow you more creativity, and some will allow less. They want to be more down the middle of what commercial real estate is and make sure that it's proper and prim and professional. Others will say have at it, show us your vision. Um, recently, for one of our affiliated companies, you spent a lot of time uh, helping them redo their branding, the mm-hmm. logos, the, and I thought they were going to be very conservative in what they wanted, and it was really, it was bold, but professional, mm-hmm. but you used a lot of creativity to bring it into the current day, and they allowed you that freedom, so I guess when you're approaching clients or prospects um, and and trying to figure out how to do the job that fits their needs and their desires, maybe sometimes takes them out of their comfort zone, Mm -hmm. what's your process for that?
1: Well, the first thing that I think about when I'm um, approaching a project for someone is what problem are they trying to solve? That's great. Um, That way you can get a base of what the end product will be because you have a goal in mind. And yeah, you're right. Sometimes I'm allowed more creativity control than other times, but that, that's what makes a better designer being able to be flexible and go back and forth with, okay, well, what do you think will be good for them versus what do I just like? Right. So I spend a lot of time um, listening to my clients. I like to, to talk to them if I get that opportunity to get a feel of what their vision is. And then I take their vision and I make it effective. And a lot of times that's a lot of creativity. A lot of times it's a lot of strategy. So I like to balance all of those things. So at the end of the day, everyone's happy and everyone gets their problem solved.
0: And that's you bring about a couple of really good points there. What we're trying to do in general with everyone is solving their problems. It's mm-hmm. huge to be focused on that. Mm-hmm. The challenges they face. It's our job, whether it's in the creative end of mm-hmm. things or purely in the real estate side of things, to solve their challenges, to help Absolutely. them figure that out. And having that. The other thing you mentioned, which I think is key, and not enough people focus on that, is listening. And you know, exactly. I, I grew up with a, a grandfather who used an adage. He didn't create this, but this was his one of his favorite sayings: "Is that you have two ears and one mouth, and you should use them accordingly." <laughs> and I think exactly. with, with clients, it's really about listening to them more than trying to push your ideas onto them before you know what their needs are.
1: Right. Or at least that's so perceive. important. Yeah.
0: So I applaud you for that. That's fantastic.
1: Oh, thank you. Now
0: at Farman, we have a. a good-sized division of marketing professionals to help out our clients with all their needs. Yet, I think there's there's some difference, and you reference this a lot, the difference between creative staff and marketing staff. What What is that difference? If I'm an outsider looking in, what's the difference between the two?
1: Well, there's so many different answers to this question, Andy, but my thoughts on it are, are there's... There's two ways of thinking. Actually, there is a marketing way of thinking. And there's a design way of thinking. I think the marketing way of thinking is you you're asking what will please the greatest number of people enough to buy this product where as far as design, I think it's more of we're creating a visual to a more specific audience once Mm. that audience is grabbed you want to make that audience feel like i'm doing this for you wow so you use creativity to do that and they both have a common the common goal and that's to engage the customer and get them to buy your product so i think that's how they work together where marketing is more strategic and we both like to communicate with the the customer but I guess we have different methods of how to do that. And so once they come together and you get the product, you get the design down, marketing takes it and puts it out to the world.
0: Right. So that's, that's how I
1: think they work well together.
0: Yeah, that's interesting because I, you know a lot of times when we're dealing with clients, they'll give us that general, let me speak to your marketing staff. Mm-hmm. And they would love to talk to the marketing team. But they don't realize the individual components that make up the entire team. So it's good to understand that and the way each approaches it. And uh, in our company, obviously, we have very distinct roles between all of our marketing staff, but you work really well in conjunction with each other. The communication is fantastic how you all bring that together seamlessly.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we we get along pretty well.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I would say so. Shona, one of the things that that you mentioned to me, not while we were on the microphone, was that uh, as a graphic designer, you do not see... Many of your peers, your contemporaries, as African American females in that particular position and industry, and I guess you know a couple of questions come to mind with that. One, why do you think that is? And and two, what kind of challenges and and or opportunities has that presented to you?
1: Well, Andy, one of the things that I noticed when I was in college is that a lot of times I would be the only African-American, African-American in the classroom. When I would walk in, I would look around, and I wouldn't see anyone that looked like me. Um, There's also a time where a classmate actually said to me, he asked me a question. He said, are you here for fashion design? And rather than to get upset at the question, I was actually flattered that he thought that what I was wearing that day... <laughs> was good enough to think that i was a <laughs> design but um i took it as a challenge um it didn't intimidate me to be the only african-american especially being a female as well because it's a male dominated industry and it didn't intimidate me it actually pushed me forward and made me want to uh, represent who i am and what women and african-americans can do in the field
0: that's fantastic and obviously you you're a great representative uh, crossing all aspects gender race etc oh, thank you uh, you just are such an amazing person and so great at what you do and I think I've now said that too many times oh, where you're probably you. like you know <laughs> it's okay but, go on <laughs> <laughs> but but also as a role model you know so that others can come up and go I, you know I want to be like Shona that's that's my goal in life is and so with that in mind you know how do we how do we you cross that that bridge and create more diversity in the field what what can we do our company or in general what can be done to create that
1: well I think encouraging in it in schools early on would help um as far as the industry itself because when I was coming up in high school it wasn't very popular for women to even think, or African Americans to even think about graphic design at all, from where I'm from. So I think that would be a good way to start. And then, as w- as far as companies, just opening the door to different types of people, just giving them that opportunity. Because I have a lot of peers that are in this industry that don't find work. Mm. You know, they'll go to the interview, and the next thing you know, they don't get the call back. So I think just a lot of companies opening the door and not underestimating people and giving them a fair chance to get, you know, to show what they can do. Because we're we're capable of doing the work, and a lot of us aspire to be the greatest designer on earth, (sighs) but you don't get that opportunity if no one opens the door for you. So.
0: That's an interesting thing, and, and maybe with that in mind, one of the things, and I'm going to throw out a challenge to you, Shona, because you are, you are such a good role model in this. But you know, as a company, we do a lot to engage. We have a lot of internships and things mm-hmm. like that. And I know the marketing department has an intern. And last year, I think you were one of the best examples of. You had someone that was working with you, and you really tried to challenge them to be there. Do you have an intern this summer that's working with you, and you can challenge again?
1: i don't have an intern this summer as of yet but that would definitely be something that i would love to do again it was enlightening for me as well being able to show someone hey this is you know this is my perspective but i'm going to show you how to to apply your perspective and your creative design but i'm going to help mentor you so that was important for me because like i said this industry is. We don't have many um, African-American women in the industry. So for me to be able to teach someone, that was enlightening for me.
0: Yeah, and you, uh, again, you did a great job with it. At the end of the summer, your intern did a uh, presentation to us. that She
1: did. She did, knocked it out of the park, she too. She really did. It was
0: amazing. <laughs> you would think she was in the industry for years. And I think a lot of that was your tutelage and you're your willing to be a mentor to her. Thank you. So my hope is that maybe you can get with our HR director and uh, find another intern okay. to mentor and open some good. of the doors that you're talking about having been closed to other people so you can be part of the solution uh, once again.
1: Absolutely.
0: And we welcome that. And uh, you know, again, I, I know I say it, um, but we really do value everything you do here. Uh, we hope for 30, 40 more years out of you.
1: <laughs> hey, that sounds great. <laughs>
0: And I want to thank you for joining and being a part of the show today. Uh, From the headquarters of the Farbman Group in the lovely Essex Center, this has been Andy Gutman and Shona Cannon for Real Estate of Mind. Join us next time for another wonderful edition of Real Estate of Mind, a Farbman Group podcast.